Shalom brothers and sisters, Amanda here. Good morning and I pray that you all are having a blessed start to your day. So I was in prayer and in the scriptures early this morning. Um, I found myself in the book of Psalms, which I often find myself in the book of Psalms. Um, it's been such a great comfort to me, especially during this um, trial that we've been enduring. Psalms is actually one of my favorite books next to Genesis. Um, and I love Psalms for many reasons. It's just so comforting. There's a lot of different prayers in there. Um, prayers of repentance, prayers of um, healing, prayers of just crying out to Yah. Um, truly, truly just an incredible book that has really just brought so much comfort into my life during this time. And um, I try to read um, at least one or two chapters of Psalms each day. And this morning, um, I was led to Psalm 34, and I read it, and when I got to a certain verse, I felt the Ruach um, say to me that I needed to record an episode of, um, of how to heal or the process of healing when you are coming out of a counterfeit situation or lifestyle or relationship. And I thought, okay, well, I think I've talked about this before. I do have several episodes on counterfeit situations or the topic of counterfeit. And I believe fairly recently I made uh, two episodes, part one and part two, that had to do with, I believe, uh, the process or coming out of a counterfeit situation, um, lifestyle, relationship, or situationship. Um, if you have not listened to those, I highly encourage you to do so. If you are someone that is currently in a situation like that, or you are suspecting, or the Ruach has been, you know, letting you know that you are off track with Yah, you are not on the right path, you're in something or with someone or doing something that is not a part of his plans for your life. Um, so I was like, I'm pretty sure I spoke about those things in those episodes. And the Ruach was like, I want you to talk about it again and really focus on how to heal from those things. And so, um, I'm going to be sharing from scripture this morning. I'm going to be sharing specifically from the book of Psalms. There's a couple of chapters that I'm going to read. Um, the first one has to do with uh, the verse that I came across this morning. And then I'm going to share some go-to scriptures that I constantly pray for repentance. Because again, as I've explained before in these episodes, our first step is always to repent of any sins that we, we may have, whether we're aware of them or maybe we're not aware um, that we are actually in error. And so... This word this morning is going to be for those that have found themselves in counterfeit situations, mainly counterfeit relationships. I've actually had a few people reach out to me of how to come out of a counterfeit relationship. Um, and I, I have talked about it before, but I will go ahead and touch it, touch that topic again and share um, some advice concerning that because I know there are different levels concerning counterfeit relationships you know some people are maybe just you know dating this person 
for some, they've been with this person for a long time. Um, they might even be living together. And then for others, they've had a child or children with this person. <clears throat> and for some, they've married this person. So there's, there's like different categories. And the Ruach, the Holy Spirit, wants me to go over that today of how to just kind of the process and how to heal from that and what are some steps that you can take um, because I know it's not an easy situation and I do know about this because I was in a counterfeit relationship a long many years ago um, and you know I saw how Yahuwah brought me out and how he helped to heal me from it and at the same time renew my spirit renew my mind renew my heart renew me as a person as, as a whole um, and realign me with his will for my life. Um, so I'm going to share from scripture. I'm going to share some advice that Yah has given me. And I'm going to share a little bit from my own experience coming out of a counterfeit relationship as well. So if this is for you, I pray that it is a blessing. I pray that it is a source of help and encouragement. And again, if, if it's something that you really need to talk further about, if you have any other questions or need prayer, please feel free to email me at byhisgracemarriage at gmail.com and I will do my best to serve you, to, to help you in any way that I can, whether you're male or female, um, I will do my best to help you. <clears throat> I am, I will say I'm always a little bit cautious about how I, if you are a male, um, just because of what scripture says in, in, uh, in the book of Timothy, that women really aren't to teach men um, or anything like that. So I'm always very careful about that, um, how I go about that. So if you are a man needing this advice, <clears throat> excuse me, um, please still reach out to me and I will um, do my best to try and help without teaching, if that makes any sense at all. And I always pray before um, I give counsel. So, um, but yeah, reach out to me, um, whether you're male or female, um, and I will definitely do my best to help you. This is a serious situation, and um, I really want to help others in these situations to really get them back to Yahuwah and get them back on the right path with Yah so that you can receive the blessings and the you know assignments and purposes that Yah has for your life. So I want to go ahead and start with reading from Psalm 34. And the reason why I want to read from that is because of a couple of verses that are in here. And when I'm done reading the chapter, I'll go back and I'll speak on those verses. Um, I am going to be reading from a Hebrew um, Bible called Hallelujah Scriptures. So what that means is it has more Hebrew words. So um, I apologize if it makes it difficult for you to understand because you follow a different translation or you're just not familiar with he the Hebrew language. Um, I will just say real quick for those of you who are maybe new or maybe just kind of need a refresher, um, Yahuwah is God's name. Um, Yahusha or Yeshua is Jesus' name. Elohim is, is uh, Hebrew for God. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Barak means bless. Baruch means blessed. And Barakah is blessing. 
Um, let's see if there's anything else. Shemaim uh, is Hebrew for heaven. And let's see. I think that might be it. If I come across another word that I didn't share what it means in English, I'll stop for a moment and I'll let you know what that word means. Um, and of course, if you would like and you feel led after you've listened to this word or as you're listening to this word, if you have your Bible with you, you know, please follow along with me, look it up and read it for yourselves. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and read um, Psalm 34. <clears throat> I barak Yahuwah at all times. His praise is continually in my mouth. My being shall boast in Yahuwah. Let the humble hear and be glad. O make Yahuwah great with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought Yahuwah, and he answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor one cried out, and Yahuwah heard him, and saved him out of all his distresses. The messenger of Yahuwah encamps all around those who revere him, and rescues them. O taste and see that Yahuwah is good. Baruch is the man that takes refuge in him. Rever Yahuwah, or revere Yahuwah, you his Kodashim. So Kodashim just means like his chosen ones, or his, his set-apart ones, or his saints. For there is no lack to him who revere him. Young lions have lagged and been hungry, but those who seek Yahuwah lack not any goodness. Come, you children, listen to me, and let me teach you the reverence of Yahuwah. Who is the man who desires life, and who loves many days in order to see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek shalom, that's peace, Hebrew for peace, and pursue it. The eyes of Yahuwah are on the righteous, and his ears unto their cry. The face of Yahuwah is against evildoers to cut off their remembrance from the earth. Crying out, and Yahuwah heard, and delivered them out of all their distresses. Yahuwah is near to the brokenhearted, and saves those whose spirit is crushed. Many are the evils of the righteous, but Yahuwah delivers him out of, out of them all. He who is guarding all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil slays the wicked, and those who hate the righteous are guilty. Yahuwah redeems the lives of his servants, and none of those taking refuge in him are guilty. Okay, hallelujah. So that's Psalm 34. And the verses that I wanted to highlight <clears throat> is verse 18. And, okay, it's just one. I thought it was 18 and 19. Where it says, Yahuwah is near to the brokenhearted and saves those whose spirit is crushed. Now, Psalm 34, in general, together, um, is a great psalm. Again, um, all of these psalms are incredible, depending on how you're feeling and what you're crying out to Yah about. But I wanted to focus on that verse specifically, where it says, you know, that Yahuwah is close to the brokenhearted and those crushed in spirit. And the reason why that pertains, and this is what I was reading earlier, and the Ruach spoke to me and said, I want you to talk about um, healing from counterfeit situations, counterfeit relationships, because when we're in counterfeit situations and relationships, we often are broken. Um, mainly because, number one, we're distant from Yah during that time. Um, second, most of the time, these counterfeit relationships um, may have some levels of toxicity in them. 
um, or there's just a lot of negativity, a lot of, you know, which is usually the first clue, first red flag of how you know you're in a wrong relationship, right? Now, even relationships, marriages that are ordained by Yah, of course, have their issues. However, the difference is, is you face them together and these, these problems, these issues that arise don't tear you apart, right? You, you come together and you more importantly come together with Yah and you work through these situations, these, these issues that can arise um, during different seasons of life in your marriage. But for those that are in counterfeit situations, and believe me, I know, um, again, I was in a counterfeit relationship on and off with my son's father for quite a few years, and I was very young. Um, I actually first met my son's father when I was 15 years old. He was 18. Um, and of course, we you know had that puppy love. We fell in love, and um, then I moved away. Four years went by. I ended up moving back to that same area, and we ended up I guess essentially picking up where we left off we crossed paths of course at that time i was not a believer um so i thought it was you know fate bringing us together i thought it was meant to be um but it was a very toxic relationship and obviously it was not who yah um had for me and um of course again i wasn't even a believer i wasn't even aligned with yah um i haven't given my heart to him i i hadn't even accepted Yeshua as my savior, you know, um, but the first thing that he wants me to share with those that are in this situation is that there is grace and that is the whole basis of this podcast ministry. That's why it's called by his grace marriage ministry. It's something I talk about a lot, um, that we are given grace we are given the gift of grace. Praise Yah. Um, he gave us an ex- an just an incredible gift of his son who then died on the cross for us to forgive us of our sins. And with that, we receive grace. And every day, I thank Yah for grace because if, if it wasn't for his grace, you know, there's a, there's a song that some friends of ours in our fellowship um, have wrote and sang. And again, if you have not checked them out yet, I've mentioned them a couple times before throughout my my podcast. Uh, Please check out on YouTube Left and Right Ministries. Um, They are Lyndon and Ruth Mitchell. They are husband and wife. The sweetest, just incredible people. Um, And Yah is really doing an incredible work and ministry through them, through their music. I listen to their music every single day. Um, but there's a song that they wrote um, called If Not For Yeshua. And there's a part in the song where um, where it says, if it, if it was not for Yeshua, we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't be alive in grace. We would be dead in sin, right? And so the first thing that I want every individual to understand is that you have been given grace. You have been given unmerited favor. You have been given a second chance. So regardless of whatever sin that you have committed, whether it was adultery, whether it was a sexual sin or, you know, counterfeit relationship, being with the wrong person, um, you know, whatever sin that you've committed, if you repent, like truly repent, and what I mean by truly repent is that 
you want to change. You want to come away from that way of living. You want to come away from that mindset. You want to come away from doing those things. And you're truly sorry for what you have done because you now understand that these things offend Yahuwah. And it breaks his Torah. It breaks his commandments. And when you have true repentance, you receive grace. And, you know, I was talking about this where there's a lot of religions out there, a lot of churches that will tell you that, oh, you know, once you've you've married and then you got divorced, you can't remarry again. Or, you know, you're not forgiven. You can't have a second chance. You can't have a family again. I mean, like, they're basically preaching the opposite of what we know scripture says about a lot of these things. We know that when we truly repent, we are given the gift of grace through the blood of the lamb. Now, the sad thing is, is that many believers in different denominations use grace as like a get out of jail free card, you know, to where they're like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and do this again, even though I know it's wrong, because I know that God's going to give me grace again. No, that's that's not how grace is to be used. And there's a lot of false messages and doctrines being taught out there about grace. Um, And brothers and sisters, it is not right. Again, I encourage you to really study the scriptures for yourself and not really go and sit at a church and listen to somebody, a, a man preach, because there are a lot of messages being preached out there that have a very false understanding of grace. Um, they're teaching a false Messiah. They're, they're just, it, it, it's really bad. You know, a lot of people are walking around out there thinking that they can never have a second chance, especially at things that Yahuwah is calling them to. And that's the whole basis of this ministry is to help people understand for those of you specifically that have either already had children, whether it was in a, a counterfeit relationship or, or marriage or whatever, for those of you that have committed sexual sin, for those of you that fell in love with somebody, I mean, whatever, whatever it is that took place, there is grace for you to have, if it's a part of his plans, for you to have a Yah-ordained marriage and family if that's what he's calling you to. You know, many are being condemned and it's like, no, it's it's just not correct. But there's grace, brothers and sisters. When you truly repent, there is grace. Now, some of the prayers that I like to pray for repentance are found. Uh, there's a couple in Psalms. There's one in the book of Daniel. <clears throat> There's one in the book of uh, the prayer of Manasseh, but that is in the Apocrypha. So if you don't have that, um, you might be able to look it up maybe. Um, I don't know. But I also like to pray that one as well. So in Daniel chapter 9, there is a prayer of repentance that Daniel prays. You can pray that. Um, I also like to go to Psalm 51. And that is a prayer of repentance from David. Um, after he committed adultery and murder and all that. Um, And then there is a psalm that some of you may not have access to unless you have the translation, Hallelujah Scriptures. They restored some psalms that were removed. So for those of you um, who are familiar with your Bibles, there's 150 psalms in the book of Psalms. Um, 
Mine has 160. There are 10 that were restored from the Dead Sea Scrolls, and um, this translation has published it. And so I'm actually going to read that one because I know many of you probably don't have access to this, but I'm going to read specifically Psalm 155. It is one of, has become one of my favorite psalms. I read it or pray it every single day. Um, it is just a really incredible uh, psalm. Again, I love the psalms so very much, but let me go ahead and read it real quick and then I will go on to talk about some steps that you can take of uh, how to heal, how to remove yourself from a counterfeit situation, and so on. Okay, Psalm 155, verse 1. O Yahuwah, I have cried to you, hear me. I have lifted up my hands to your Kodesh dwelling place. Kodesh is Hebrew for holy, or set apart. Incline your ear to me. Grant me my request. Do not withhold my prayer for me. Build up my being, and do not destroy it, and do not lay it bare before the wicked. Those who reward wickedness turn you away from me, O judge of truth. O Yahuwah, do not judge me according to my sins, because no flesh is innocent before you. Make your Torah plain to me, O Yahuwah, and teach me your right rulings. Many shall hear of your works, and the nations shall praise your esteem. Remember me, and do not forget me. And do not lead me into that which is too difficult for me. Cause the sins of my youth to pass from me, and remember my discipline against me no longer. Cleanse me, O Yahuwah, from the evil leprosy, and do not let it come against me any longer. Dry up its roots from within me, and do not let its leaves sprout within me. You are great, O Yahuwah, therefore my request shall be fulfilled in you. To whom do I complain that he may give to me? What help can be found in the strength of men? From you, O Yahuwah, is my confidence. I cried to Yah, and he heard me, and healed the breaking of my heart. I slumbered and slept, I dreamed and was and was helped, and Yahuwah sustained me. They grieved my heart, I returned thanks because Yahuwah delivered me. Now I rejoice in their shame, I have waited on you, and I am not ashamed. May you be given honor forever, even forever and ever. Deliver Israel, your elect, and those of the house of Yaakov, your proven one. Hallelujah. And it's one of my favorite um, psalms. So, brothers and sisters, for those of you that find yourself in a counterfeit relationship. Now, this also applies uh, for those of you that are maybe in a counterfeit lifestyle. Um, Maybe you're a prodigal, maybe you're far from Yah. Uh, maybe you are in a career or even a ministry that is not for you. You're not supposed to be in that. Maybe you thought that's where you were supposed to be because it just seemed so perfect and like a great opportunity and, you know, a good income and, you know, all those things. But it doesn't mean that it's the right thing for you. Um, you've heard me say a lot, always pray and ask Yah if this opportunity is for you, if this is what is for you. Is this person for you? Is this job opportunity for you? Is this ministry for you? Because even things that have to do with Yah and His Word doesn't mean it's for everybody. It doesn't mean it's for you. Everybody has a purpose and a plan and an assignment, right? And it's just because you see somebody else doing it, it doesn't mean that that's for you. 
that that's what Yah has for you. Just because this person seems like a great, and listen, there's a lot of wonderful people out there that aren't even believers. And then there are great people out there that are believers. It doesn't mean that they're for you. Remember what I said in my very, very first episode of this podcast. The difference, one of the differences between a Yah ordained marriage and a marriage that is just something you picked, something out of the world, is that a godly marriage, a set-apart marriage, has purpose attached to it. There's a reason why Yahuwah has ordained you together with your spouse. There's a reason why he chose that person for you to be with. When we take things into our own hands, number one, now we're in control. Yah is no longer in control. He's no longer sovereign of the situation. Um, We will make mistakes. Why? Because number one, we're human. Number two, we're operating out of our flesh. You know, we we see things and it's like, oh, that looks good. That, That would work. That seems logical. But remember, Yahuwah doesn't operate that way. So many people find themselves, and, and here's the thing, when you, when you start a relationship with somebody, you'll start to see fairly soon the relationship doesn't work. There are red flags that pop up. There are things that pop up. If you have a relationship with Yah and you have the Ruach HaKodesh living inside of you, the Holy Spirit, He will let you know, <laughs> like, this is not from me. This is not right. You'll get those warning bells and whistles going off. You'll see red flags. Now, the problem is that when people are in love, they're blinded. I mean, there are even a ton of secular songs that talk about that love blinds people. So you often don't see these red flags or you don't hear these bells and whistles, warning bells and whistles going off because you're in love. Love is a powerful emotion. You got to be careful. This is why scripture says not to follow your heart. You know, and it's funny because the world will tell you the opposite. Oh, follow your heart. Go after your dreams. Not, no, not true. Not if you are a true child of the Most High and you are following His plans and His will for your life. You do not follow your heart. You follow Him. You follow His word, His way, His Torah. So brothers and sisters, the first thing... You know, many people are like, you know, how do I know? Well, I've just explained it. You're, you're going to know that the person you're with is not for you. I've also explained that men, men, if I have any men listening, please hear me on this. And, and again, I've talked about this before in separate episodes. Um, I actually did an episode specifically for men about counterfeit relationships. Many men actually know uh, very quickly whether that woman is for them or not whether they even plan on committing to this woman or not. Men know very quickly. And I'll tell you why they do. Yahuwah, especially men that are believers, this this applies to men that are believers, okay? Um, or even if they're prodigals, but the thing is they're familiar with Yahuwah, they're familiar with the scriptures, okay? I believe that Yahuwah has given men the ability to know when their rib is presented to them. There's a knowing. When I've talked about, I've had many people ask me, how do you know when you've met the one? How do you know when this is the person you have for you? You will know them by their spirit. You will also see the fruits that they produce, okay? But mainly you will know them by your spirit. Men, you will know your wife 
because she's your rib. So essentially, not literally, but essentially she's a part of you. Because remember the first marriage, Adam and Eve. Yahuwah put Adam to sleep and removed one of his ribs and formed Eve out of that rib. He didn't, you know, form her out of the ground like he did Adam and, and all the, the animals and, you know, the earth itself and all that. He did it differently. And the thing is, Adam was none the wiser. And when Yahuwah brought Eve to Adam and presented her, Adam immediately recognized her and said, This is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken from man. How did he know that? Nowhere in scripture does it tell us that Yahuwah told Adam, Hey, I'm going to put you to sleep. I'm going to remove one of your ribs and I'm going to make a woman. You know, so men, you have this ability to actually recognize your wife, whether it's just by looking at her, how she looks. It could be the way she sounds when she speaks. It could be, you know, just anything. It could be any little thing that lets you know, this is my rib. This is my wife. You know, and it's, it's the craziest thing because when you look at dating in general, in the world, many men never commit. Why? Because they know it's not their wife. Will they continue to date the woman if the woman allows it? Sure, they will. You know, of course they will. And, and I hate to say this, but it's the truth, you know, and especially if they're, you know, if they're having sex, they're going to continue to do it. But they, they'll never commit because they already know. There's statistics that says that usually within the first, between the first few weeks to up to six months, no later, no longer than that, a man already knows if he's going to commit to that woman or not. If it goes beyond that and you're on and off with this person, it's toxic. Because essentially both people know they're not to be with one another. It doesn't work. But they continue out of insecurities, out of loneliness. Maybe they're obsessed with one another or they're addicted to one another, especially if sex is involved. So that's, you know, those are the issues. Whenever you see two people on and off for a year, two years, three years, several years, that's the problem. But men, majority of men know very, very quickly if that person is their wife women know as well and again women are given again this ability to be able to discern this is my husband you will know him by his spirit there's just going to be something about him that seems familiar um you connect spiritually in fact people ask me well, how do you know you connect spiritually well you know here's the thing it's not a physical thing yes you will be physically attracted to each other but that's not the first thing that happens you know, it's not about what's on the outside. It's about what's on the inside. The outside is a bonus, meaning their looks and all that kind of stuff. Um, you connect, your spirits, your souls connect. And the Ruach lets you know. You know, um, oftentimes it can be confirmed through dreams. It can be confirmed through prayer. It can be confirmed through the scriptures. Um, and it can be uh, confirmed even through somebody else because Yahuwah can speak through somebody else. It's, it's completely different. 
It's take this from somebody that's experienced it. It's completely different from what you've ever known. You know, it's not like you look at them. Oh my gosh, you know, he's so dreamy. He's so handsome. He's so this and that. And then you have a crush. No, it's a completely different thing. Different feeling. You just know. Yahuwah gave us the ability to know, to recognize our spouse. Why? Because essentially we're a part of them. Especially for men. That's your rib. So you're going to recognize your rib. You're going to recognize what's a part of you. And you're going to recognize what's not. You know, none of us are perfect, but another really huge way to know is by how this person treats you. You know what I mean? When you're often in a counterfeit relationship or a toxic one, you're not treated very well. You know? Um, when you're with the one Yah has for you, you are loved. No matter what. You know? And again, we all make mistakes. <laughs> um, you know, there will be seasons in the marriage that it might seem the opposite. But the thing is, there's love, there's respect. There's, you know, all kinds of things that counterfeit relationships are usually missing so um but you know and once you know that you're in a counterfeit relationship depending again on the situation depending on how long you've been with this person depending on the severity um there will be different ways of how to you know remove yourself from this relationship so if you are let's start here if you are just you've just met this person you've gone out with them a few times and you just know inside of you, you're like, or you've been praying, you you know, because this is the first thing you should always do when you meet somebody, pray and ask Yah. He will let you know. He will let you know. Um, if if you start getting this feeling, you start knowing Yah's letting you know, no, this isn't the person, then, you know, respectfully and kindly let this person know. You know, I'm, I'm just not feeling this, you know, I, I really um, would just kind of like to stop you know, seeing you and this and that, you know, I wish you all the best. And, you know, I mean, just be respectful about it, you know, and it's the best thing that you can do. Don't lead somebody on or don't just ghost them, I think is the term. I think that's what my son told me. <laughs> um, don't just ghost them. Be respectful and let them know, listen, you know, thank you. I've, I've had a good time, but, you know, I don't I don't see this moving forward or let them know I've prayed about this. And, you know, you were not the, the one for me. And stop it there. Listen, regardless of what situation you're come out, coming out of, there's always going to be hurt feelings or broken hearts. It's in, inevitable. You can't really avoid it, especially if feelings have formed or especially if you went ahead and went to bed with this person. You know, there's going to be attachments, connections. There's going to be feelings involved. Now, if you've only dated the person a couple of times, you know, it might be a bit of a blow to them, if especially if they liked you, um, but it, it won't be too bad, especially if you, you know, the sooner the better, you know what I mean? Don't drag it out. Don't string the person along. Now, if you have been with this person for a while, you know, you've been, you've been seeing one another for quite some time, feelings have developed. Um, again, same thing. Let the person know, listen, you know, I need to talk with you. I've been praying about this and I just don't feel that you were the one for me and I don't want to move forward. I don't want to continue to, you know, um, have you think that I'm interested in you or that I'm falling in love or that this is going somewhere. 
um, and it's best to break it off. Um, you know, place boundaries, you know, let them know, um, you know, I think it's best that we don't remain friends. Sometimes remaining friends is not the best way to go, (laughs) um, depending on the individual, but I really wouldn't recommend it unless you can actually manage to be friends without any issues. If you've had a history together, um, if you're friends on social media, I would recommend probably removing them. Um, it's placing boundaries. Now, if you were involved with this person to the point that you lived together, this is a whole other thing. This is where it gets really hard. Um, obviously, and if you've lived together, obviously you've, you're intimate with one another. And this is where, again, this is why it's so bad to do these things. Um, and why it's considered sinful because at this point it's adultery. You're not only living with somebody that's not your spouse, you're sleeping with them. And now you've created um, a soul tie. So breaking off the relationship may not be as easy as calling them up and saying, hey, you know, I've had a good time and stuff, but I really don't want to move forward. Um, If you are in a committed relationship like that, um, counterfeit relationship, it's, it's not as easy as all that. Um, now, of course, obviously, uh, we've all heard of situations where somebody just picks up and, and leaves. Um, they leave a letter or they do call or text and say, hey, I'm not coming back. Or, you know, yes, people have done that. Um, if you want to do it in a way that honors you, I would highly encourage for you to sit down with the person and, you know, let them know you, you obviously care about them. But you've been praying, you have realized that the way that y'all have been living and the way that you've been conducting your relationship is sinful in y'all's eyes. I'm sure by now this person obviously knows you're a believer. They may they may themselves even be a believer. I don't know. Whether they are or they aren't, they have to respect that you are. And let them know that you've, you know, you've realized that what you're doing is wrong. Um, you've realized that this they are not the person for you. Um, you know, you're very sorry, you know, to bring them through that hurt and, and things like that, but that you have to make it right. And, you know, again, there's no avoiding hurt feelings or broken hearts, arguments. I mean, you're probably going to have that and it's going to be hard on you too. I know there are people that don't want to hurt other people and I get that. The really sad thing is I've seen people, because they don't want to hurt them, stay in a relationship when they know they're not supposed to. Um, that's, that's not good, it's dangerous, and it's toxic, and you're only making it worse. It's better to deliver the truth and the blow as soon as you can. Um, and of course, the next step would be you need to move out. You need to get your own place. If you can't get your own place right away, you know, uh, pray and ask Yah to lead and guide you to make a way. Um, see if you can stay with somebody. Uh, you might have to maybe get a hotel room for a couple of days or a couple of weeks. Um, if you are someone that has uh, maybe a camper or a trailer or something, you can live out of that maybe. Um, I've heard of even cases where people have slept in their cars. Um, now, I know that's not always ideal, especially if the weather is cold. Um, but I tell you what, It's best to do these things than continue to live with somebody in sin, in the wrong situation, 
counterfeit relationship. Um, I definitely would, would rather, once I've realized, I would definitely make those moves and move out as soon as you can. Um, you know, again, number one, brothers and sisters, it's, it's sinful. You shouldn't be living with anybody outside of marriage. Um, and especially with someone who was not your spouse. It's not good. It's not ideal. Some people have said, well, what if we can just manage, you know, like we won't be together like that anymore, but just until I can find somewhere, maybe I can crash on the couch or whatever. Honestly, it really depends. I still wouldn't advise it, but if that's what you have to do, um, it really depends on you and the person. Can there be self-control? Will things be peaceful? You know, um, I mean, it really just depends, you know, and that maybe, maybe that is something that's doable. Um, but as long as it's also working in the direction of you eventually leaving or they, or they're leaving it again, it depends on whose place it is. Um, obviously whoever's place it is, they stay, <laughs> um, whoever's place it is and that person needs to go. So if that's you, you need to go. If you are the person that owns the place or it's, it's your place, you need to ask that person to leave. If they refuse to leave, then unfortunately you're going to have to in involve the authorities. Um, so again, it's not an easy situation, but this is why scripture is very clear about these things. We should not be doing these things. You should not be getting to a point that you're involved with somebody to the point that you're living together, you're sleeping together, you know, and none of it's right. That's not the person for you. You're not married. You're not, I mean, it's not, it's not right. And if you are in a relationship where you're not living together, but you're going over frequently and staying the nights and stuff, that needs to stop as well. That needs to stop. If you are someone that is struggling with self-control, if you're struggling because you are addicted to this person, you can't stop being with this person, specifically in the area of sex, pray and ask Yah to deliver you from that. And then repent. Or repent first and pray and ask Yah to deliver you. Brothers and sisters, I know, <clears throat> excuse me, that these things are depicted in movies and shows, that that's how it should be. One night stand, staying the night at somebody's place, shacking up together, this and that, and the next thing. It is not, it's not okay. It's an abomination in Yah's eyes. It goes against scripture. It's sin. If you are doing these things, I highly encourage you as a sister in the Messiah to please, please stop. To please stop because it's not okay. It's not okay. Um, the other area. If you've had a child or children with this person. Whether you're living together or not. This is where it, it gets very difficult as well. Because there's children involved. Um, and again, I, I talked about this in the other episodes. But once again, your first step is you need to move out. Okay, you need to get your own place. Um, if the children are old enough, sit down and talk with them. If you're not sure how to talk with them, pray and ask y'all to help you with that. Again, a lot of these details are in the, the episodes that I've done before. So um, I encourage you to go back and listen to them. Again, you'll know which ones they are. 
Um, not only do I explain in the descriptions of the episodes what I'm talking about, but the title alone should let you know. Um, you know, again, for some of you, you might have to involve court, you know, so that there's, you know, uh, payment arrangements and things like that, child support for the kids, um, if you're not legally married. If you are legally married through the government, you're going to have to get a divorce. Now, this is where people say, oh, but, you know, we were taught, you know, Yahuwah hates divorce. So, you know, wouldn't that be sinful or whatever? Again, I've explained all of this throughout my podcast. When you are in a counterfeit situation, it's not valid in Yah's eyes. The marriage is not valid. I don't care who married you. I don't care if you got married in a church. I don't care that you filed with your county again which is why i explained that when you marry through yah you don't do any of those things um it is not valid in yah's eyes it's not now are you living in sin per se no because technically you're now this person's spouse but are you his are you their spouse in yah's eyes no so maybe it is sinful you know again something i would definitely pray about um If you truly want what Yah has for your life, ask him to realign you. For some of you, that may be that you need to divorce. If you have lived with this person, depending on what state you live in, long enough to where now the government recognizes you as common law married, now you need to separate from that. That's why I say the first thing you need to do is you need to move. You need to get your own place. Because there are some couples that they've been shacking up together. And depending on what state you live in, after a certain amount of time, you're considered married to this person. That's not good. That is not good. It's not good. The worst thing you can do is move in with that person or get a place together. And you haven't even prayed and asked you if this person is for you. You haven't even bothered to at least go get married under the government. You know, I mean, either way you slice it, it's not good, brothers and sisters. It's not. If you are someone that is in this situation, you need to get yourself out of it. And the way to do that is first and foremost, ask you how to open your eyes to anything you're not seeing. Once that happens, repent, truly repent, and ask Yahuwah to deliver you from the situation. Ask him how to proceed to move forward. Once all that's done, there's healing that needs to take place. Now, that healing, depending on the person, it could take just a little bit of time. It could take a lot of time. Again, depending on the severity, depending on what all you had with this person. But Yahuwah will heal you. Remember, as I read, he is close to the brokenhearted and to those who are crushed in spirit. He will heal you. And in his perfect time, he will bring that spouse to you. He will introduce. For some of you, you may already know that person. And maybe Yahuwah allowed for you to meet that person, even while you were still in this kind of relationship, to help open your eyes. I've had some people say to me, oh my gosh, it was such bad timing. Like, why would I meet this person when I was still in this relationship and this and that? And I'm like, it wasn't bad timing. It was perfect timing. It seemed like bad timing to you because of what was going on in your life. But believe it or not, that was Yahuwah working. Yahuwah allowed you to meet that person so that you could see that you're in a wrong relationship. This is the person for you. 
And so that you could begin that process of coming out of that counterfeit relationship, of allowing him to help you. And for the person on the other end, you know, again, you met that person so that you can pray for them, to pray them out of those situations. That's what happened with me. Yahuwah is infinite in his wisdom. He's very strategic and he knows what he's doing. We should never question him. I've learned that the hard way. <laughs> um, it's not bad timing. It's Yahuwah letting you know this is the person. Or maybe you were praying. Maybe you're crying out to Yahuwah, why am I going through this? Why is this so horrible? Why is it I can never find the right person? I, you know, I never settle down or I always end up in these wrong relationships. And maybe that's the way he's answering your prayer. You think it was bad timing, but it wasn't. It was actually just right. You needed to see what Yah is trying to bring into your life, what he's trying to work out in your life. He's giving you a sneak peek of, hey, this is what I have planned for you. Not what you're doing right now, not what you're in. This isn't for you, my son or my daughter. What I have for you is better. What I have for you has purpose, it has meaning, and it glorifies me. That's what he's saying. Some of you are crying out to him and praying, you know, and he's letting you know. He's letting you know. If you are someone that is in a counterfeit situation, you need to start taking those steps of faith. You need to start praying more to your father. Start reading the scriptures more and he will help you. He will help you get to where you need to be. Now, is it going to be easy? Probably not. Is it going to be challenging? Probably. Is it going to hurt? Probably. But he will heal you. He will heal you. And he will bring you into the things that he has for you. But again, brothers and sisters, you have to truly repent. You have to turn away from those things and turn back to Yah or turn to him for the first time. Whether it's a first time, first time, or first time in a long time. You need to open your Bibles. Ask him. Say, please, let me know what I need to do. Let me know how to go about this. Because, listen, I'm not telling you to hurt the person you've been with. No. And they're not necessarily bad people either. They're just people that like you just did things their own way or you know fell from from yah or you know but they're they they don't deserve to be hurt either but what i'm saying is you do have to take the necessary steps to break away from it or if they are toxic you know some of these individuals are toxic you do need to break away from those types of things and pray for them pray for them just pray pray and ask y'all to help them to help them see to help them understand and to help them in any areas that they need help in especially if you've had children with this person you know they're always going to be the mother or father to your children and you're always going to have you're always going to have love for them you're always going to care for them pray for them but it doesn't mean you're supposed to be with them you know pray for them that's that's the best thing that you can do for anybody is pray for them um, and just have forgiveness. Just have grace and forgiveness and pray. That's all you can do. 
and let Yahuwah take care of the rest. But brothers and sisters, believe me, you don't want to stay stuck, tied down and bound in a counterfeit relationship the rest of your life. And believe me, if you don't if you don't turn away from it, if you don't take the steps that you need to take, you will remain in that. Or by the time you finally break out of it, you'll be single. And maybe you've missed that opportunity to be in what Yah has for you. Maybe. Depending. Because everything happens in seasons and timings and cycles. Um, you could potentially delay yourself or miss it altogether. It's very serious. Very, very serious. Um, one of the worst things, too, that you can do. I, talked, I even gave a warning about this. One of the worst things, too, that you can do is portray a life that isn't truly a reality. Um, you know, uh, telling people that you are married to somebody when you're not, um, whether you have children with them or not, um, you know, living this life that is a lie. That is the worst thing you can do because now what you've done is you have spoken word, cur word curses over yourself. Now you have, you know, you've given Satan the right to bind you in that. And it's going to be even harder to break away from those things. It's going to take prayer and fasting. And for those of you who aren't familiar with fasting, fasting is going a specific amount of time without food or drink. There's different types of fast. Uh, there's what's called an ester fast where you just drink water. Um, there's something called a Daniel fast where you just eat fruits and veggies. Um, and then there's a dry fast where you don't eat or drink anything. But... Um, Yeshua says in scripture, he says, these kinds only come out by prayer and fasting. So for some of you, you may have gotten yourself into a bind or a situation that is going to take prayer and fasting or people praying for you as well. If you have people that you can reach out to, ask them to pray for you. Let them know what's going on if you, if you feel comfortable to do so. And, you know, people coming together to pray is, is powerful. Um, but brothers, sisters, if, if you are breaking the Torah, if you are in sin, you know, Yahuwah does not hear those prayers. I know you've probably been taught differently. Um, and again, as I was saying in the beginning of this, this, uh, episode, many people have been taught so many false things, a false Messiah, um, a false understanding of grace and so on and so forth. But, you know, it's in, it's in scriptures, it's in Proverbs, you know, um, those who break the Torah, who don't follow it, break the commandments are in sin. You know, even their prayers are an abomination in Yah. So you need to be right with the Father first. But for some of you, you may need to pray and fast and get yourself out of that. And, but if you are speaking word, if you are telling people, oh yeah, I'm married, yeah, this is my wife, yeah, this is my husband, yeah, we're the, and you're not, you've just now made it a reality. You, you have literally given the enemy an opening, a reason, and a way, and a right to bind you in that situation. If you are someone that's doing it, I highly encourage you to stop, to let the person know no more, repent, and start breaking away from it. Start break. If you are living with them, you need to get you need to move out. If they're living with you, you need to ask them to leave respectfully, of course. Um, yeah, I think that's everything that I wanted to say. You know, it's a tough situation. It really, really is. And, and sadly, the really sad and harsh reality is that this is going on everywhere. This is why so many marriages that Yah has ordained are delayed. 
because so many of these people are in counterfeit relationships. You know, they have really, like, they're really bound in these situations because they've given the enemy the right to do so because one, through sin, you know, and and they've done it themselves. And it's just extremely sad to see. It really is. Um, I pray often for that in general because I've lived it. I've been in, I've been there. Um, for brothers and sisters, it's not impossible. You can absolutely break free from it. Again, repent. Pray and ask God to help you. He will help you come out of that. He will help to heal you um, and realign you back with Him. Um, it may take some time. It's a process. But remember that yes, timing is different, and he can do things supernaturally. It can it can go really fast. Um, but remember, first and foremost, you don't want to be in sin, you don't want to be separated from the Father, um, and you don't want to miss out on the things that Yah has for your life—the blessings, the purposes, the callings. You don't want to miss out. On, remember what I said. This is for men. You can only go so far. Well, it's for women too. You can only go so far. If you have the wrong person next to you, if you are in a counterfeit lifestyle or situation, you can only go so far. After that, you can't move any further. And that's another way that you know you're off the path that Yah has for you. You're in something, you're doing something that Yah has not planned for you because you're stuck. And for many people that are in counterfeit relationships, the number one thing they feel is stuck. Like they can't move, they can't go anywhere no matter what they do. They're stuck because they can't move forward in their purpose. You know what I mean? And when you're called to marriage, especially if there's a ministry you're supposed to do with your spouse, you can't go into that because you don't have that person next to you. You have another person next to you. And remember that whoever your spouse is, they're there for a reason. They're there, they're there to support you in what you're called to do. They're there to help you. If you're with the wrong person, they're not going to do that. Or they actually might pull you in a different direction. So keep that in mind. Again, I've talked about all this. All of this is in our in those episodes. Again, if you haven't listened to them, I highly encourage you to go and listen to them. If this is something that you are dealing with. Um, again, if you have any questions, concerns, need prayer, need counsel, uh, please feel free to reach out to me, email me. And I'd be happy to help you. Of course, we can move the conversation to phone. Um, this is serious, y'all. This is a serious situation. And I will be praying for you. If you are someone that's in this situation, I will definitely be praying for you. Um, and pray that you are delivered from that situation. Um, again, if you yourself are distant from Yah, you know, it, it's never too late. You know, he's not going to turn turn away from you. He's not going to reject you. Go to him and ask him to help you. Repent and ask him to help you to realign yourself back with him. And that is the number one thing that you need to do um, before anything else. So um, that is it for this word. I hope and pray that this is helpful for those that um, it, it pertains to. I pray that it's a source of encouragement um, and help. And again, if you need any further or additional help, please reach out to me and I'd be happy to help you as the Father leads. I pray you all have a blessed day, a blessed start to your week, and I will talk with you all soon. Shalom.